My name is Jenny, and I'm a wife and mom raising two kids. But I used to live a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I said goodbye to TV and hello to motherhood, I suddenly discovered what we moms are up against. We live in a world that tells us to be rich and famous, thin and successful. You know, almost nobody says, oh, hey, you're a mom? That is fabulous. But you are fabulous, and I'm here to tell you why. It's Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yay, welcome to Channel Mom. And please know that you are fabulous. Mothers are fabulous. If you think about all they do to help our world be better by the way they raise their children, I mean, enormous sacrifice. Uh, So I so appreciate what you do, even when you think nobody's watching or notices you're driving around in the car today feeling very tired or exhausted or unappreciated please know that i appreciate you it's why i do this show to encourage people like you but more than how fabulous you are we have a fabulous mom on today we had her on when or monday rather and she's back for today's show you know wednesday's show and uh, she talked about the fact that she was gonna get a little bit crazy about a particular movie and she wants to give you her opinion on that. So I'm not going to tell you what the movie is, but uh, I think you're going to want to hear her opinion about whether you should go and why she's on her soapbox about what uh, happens in the movie industry in Hollywood. And I think it's uh, going to be something that you want to hear as a mom. So we have our friend Carrie Pomeroli coming up. I'm going to tell you about her books and her tours and she's going to be hilarious for you. It's going to be a good time. And she's going to tell you about this movie uh, and also maybe one or two funny stories from her mom's night out devotional, which uh, came out along with the Mom's Night Out movie. Before that, I want to remind you that we try to love on you in a multiple ways through social media, through uh, our website, through podcasts, and through the show. So go check out channelmom.com where you can kind of get whatever you want. You can go search through our past shows and find folks that you like. It may be the folks from uh, 19 Kids and Counting, Jill Duggar. Uh, we had an re- interview with her right before she got married, and I guess now she's pregnant, so we're going to have to have her back. And uh, other famous, interesting people, but also folks you would never heard it from or heard of, rather. Rather, but uh, they can help you with your life. We have a single mom blogger who really gives great advice for single moms who are struggling. Uh, maybe even if you're not struggling, we have m- the women who come on to talk about the behavior makeover and how to uh, make over your children's behavior. I'm sure Carrie would be interested in that one because apparently right now she has a daughter who's running around without pants on. Uh, she can tell us about that in a second. Uh, but go to channelmom.com. We have a blog posted right now from our thinking mom. She's the thinking mom blogger. And she's talking about whether or not you're raising a Deborah or a Martha. And I think sometimes in the Christian world, and we uh, certainly speak to a large Christian audience, we tend to sort of say, this is how you should should be or you're going straight to H-E double toothpick. And one of the things that she says the Christian world is doing is saying that all girls should grow up to be homemakers. Now I get that because I resisted a world that said I had to grow up to be president. And I thought, well, what if I want to just be a mom for a little while? Um, but now maybe we've gone overboard and said, if you don't stay home with your kids, you're evil. Uh, so she asked this interesting question. Are you raising a Deborah or a Martha? It's food for thought. The Thinking Mom blog on channelmom.com. Go check her out. Our friend Michelle Walters. All right. Now, I'm going to bring on my friend Carrie Pomeroli. We have a little bit, but I don't think I'm going to play it till the next break, so you stay tuned for her little bit, because it's funny, and it's about being a mom, and I think you'll identify with it. We're going to bring you that right after the break, but first... Let me remind you a little bit about Carrie. She is a mom to Ruby and Lucy. Love those names. And I got to just be honest, those are a comedian mom's 
child's names. She picked the perfect names for a comedian. I think Ruby and Lucy, they're fabulously fun. She's also a wife to Ron McGee, who's also a comedian. Uh, You've seen her probably on The Tonight Show, Comedy Central, Nick TV, a bunch of other places. Uh, She is somebody who is very counterculture in Hollywood because she happens to have a strong faith in Jesus. She's currently on tour with the Family Life Today conferences, uh, arena tour, uh, the I Still Do conferences. She's going to tell you about that and about her Mom's Night Out devotional, which is very funny but also very encouraging. Welcome back to Channel Mom, Carrie. Yahoo! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Can I use that as a promo? Just you saying yeah. Yahoo about... <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let's just... all alone. I've got 47 seconds without kids. Let's okay. do this. Okay. One has no pants on and one has tap but shoes on. Oh, clothing is so optional in my house. Okay, but one's wearing tap shoes and the other one's... You at least got one. I mean, that counts. I mean, if they get in the pool, that counts as a bath, doesn't it? That's right. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, so, so... Briefly explain to people your relationship with Hollywood because you happen to be somebody who yeah, who tried um, who tried out for stuff. But I just want to go on and and say I, that you I, bring you your know, faith to bear. Yeah, I've worked on some godly shows, General Hospital and Young and the Restless, and you know, like yeah, my those, first yeah. my first movie role, they asked me to do a nude scene. I said no, so they like painted me blue, and I was like a blue alien. It was very glamorous. Um, <laughs> I've played everything from like a heroin addict to everything. And, you know, somewhere along the lines of, and I never did anything that was like horrible, like that my mom really couldn't see, but it was just always being challenged with that stuff. And sure. that's why I got into stand-up comedy and God was like, you can write your own material and I don't really care what you wear, you know? Sure. So, um, I, I'm a, I'm an out of the closet Christian in Hollywood. There's four of us. There's me and my husband and Jim Caviezel. Right. Right. So, Yeah. And Mel Gibson on a good day. He's <laughs> I'm Mel Gibson. Yes, we got to give him some slack. But yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, okay, so that's where you're at, and you do feel counterculture. And sometimes it's weird for you to be at a party and everyone to know that you're the Christian in the room. Um, but but you feel very strongly about loving people from that place. However, that doesn't shut down your opinion. So let's just go for it. And I can't wait and to hear what you have who to I say. I want to talk to you. Sure, yeah. I want to talk to the Christians that are listening. Okay, because you know who you are. And you are the ones that are at the airport bookstore, and you picked up Fifty Shades of Grey when you thought nobody was looking because you were traveling. Yeah. And you snuck it home, and you've been reading it, and you're secretly going to go out and see that excuse for a movie. And I think that I want to talk to the Christians that are actually considering going to see this. And you may not tell anybody, because let me tell you what matters. What matters is your dollars. Yeah. You put dollars toward a violent, sexualized, rape of a movie and you know what hollywood's gonna say christians they have no power christians are going to complain about it on all of our blogs and all of our radio shows but if you go and you buy a ticket for that movie i it's like what my grandma used to say jesus is always watching okay yeah but i am so passionate about this because we are lukewarm about our faith we complain we complain we complain and we go home we turn on hbo we turn on you know the dawn of the dead or the violence and all that stuff this movie is so violent. It takes pornography and mixes it with violence, and that's what you're supporting. And you may think it's, and I'm talking about Christian women that are actually saying this out loud, oh, it helped my marriage. Oh, (sighs) this book helped my marriage. I heard it, and you know who you are, and I say this in love. you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself, Mm -hmm. okay? That's what my mother used to tell me. Mm -hmm. It is such a passion. I have two daughters. And and the other thing I want to say to the people is if you think you're going to see this movie, would you take your daughter with you? And here's the thing, the lead girl in the movie, she won't let her mom, Melanie Griffith, by the way, see it. So what does that tell you? And people are all up in arms saying, I'm being judgy. Well, Jesus was judgy when he walked into the temple and he turned over the tables. And if let me tell you something, Jesus would not be at that movie. 
I'm so yeah. mad about it. Yeah. It's taken it to the next level. And I um, think I have a long leash, like, when it comes to stuff. But when it comes to violence and what they're doing to women's culture, I mean, and I know that there's always been movies that have pushed the envelope. But, I mean, when we were growing up, what was it? Blue Lagoon? For goodness sake, you know? Sure. Well, like, this is like... And, and pornography, it, pornography is often mixed with violence now. Um, and it's becoming it's de- devastating. Yeah, devastating to relationships. And we've twisted and everything. And mainstream. They're not calling this pornography. No. They're calling this R-rated. And if you take an R-rated movie, what do you think the next thing you're going to do is a PG-13 movie? And we keep pushing it. We keep pushing it. And I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm going to be out there picketing. And I've gotten so much heat. I don't get political on my Facebook. or, But I've been on it with this movie and people are like you're being judgy you're being typical christian and i'm like you know what call me a typical christian but when god comes back he's going to be like you know what did you stand up for my name sure and let me tell you something here's a line for you jesus would not be at that movie he would just be loving the people who attend the movie and and so people people take your judgment and think you're saying jesus you know uh doesn't love us because we we partake in this movie but but the point is he doesn't want to support that material he'll love you anyway so you know the other thing is i used to do comedy in west hollywood at a gay bar and my mm-hmm. friends were like, what are you doing there? I'm like, look, first of all, I'm not on the bar. I'm just doing comedy there. <laughs> and they would say to me, it was a German bar. And they'd be like, Carrie, you're the first Christian that's ever been nice to me. Yeah. I went to church and they kicked me out. And I said, Jesus would be right there with me. Jesus would not wait outside. No. And I'm talking about secular people that don't know any better and they go through that movie. Yes. I that's... can almost handle you guys. But it's the ones that do know better. Yeah. It's the ones that are going to watch that movie on a Saturday night and show up at church on Sunday morning. That is who I'm going to call out because we have power. Yeah. We have a voice, and if we publicly and privately, we walk the walk and talk the talk, we can make a difference, and this movie can flop. Yeah, that would and be awesome. And if this movie flops, it, hey, we've made a difference before. They had that show on TV, Good Christian Bells, and the Christians stood up and said this is inappropriate, and they got it taken off the air. We, and you know who's got the power? Moms. Moms yes, have the power. I'm talking about sending an email, doing whatever you can from the privacy of your most, but the most important power you have is not putting money into it because that's all they care about. Well, and moms do 85% of household spending and they make those decisions like the movie decisions. you look at who's supporting that movie, I mean, I would be mad at the Today Show. The Today Show's promoting this movie. Write a letter. If if you're watching The View and The View promotes this movie, then you write a letter to The View or a show that you, you know, we have power and they read your email. Yeah, they do. I'll I'll make sure I'm following you. When is its release date? Because I'll make sure I'm following Valentine's Day. How romantic! Okay, Um, so I'll make sure I post your stuff, and I may bring you back to to get back on your soapbox. I've never like picketed anything, but man, I'm telling you, it's like it got under my skin because if we, I'm and there's a great organization called Pornography Harms, and I'm a real big supporter of that. And it's like until I had kids, I was sort of a live and let live kind of person, and now as a mom. I really believe we can change the world. I really still have hope that God is not coming back until he's ready. So we might as well do what we can while we're still yeah, down. Yeah, absolutely. Amen, you know? girl. Amen. All right. That was Carrie's soapbox. She'll get back that down off of it now. That was so funny. Commentary. <laughs> Don't get me mad. Don't get an Italian mama mad, like I'm just telling you. That's right. All right. When we come back, we'll go back to her humor. I'm glad you said it, though, Carrie. I'm not, I'm not dissing that at all. I yeah, think it's no, great totally. you said it. Thank when you. we come back, we're going to have a, a bit from her comedy so you can see how funny she is when she's not angry. Um, <laughs> and and uh, her tour and just all kinds of inspiring things for moms out there. So stay tuned for Channel Mom with Carrie Pomerley. I forgive my name. Remind me who I am In the mirror all I see 
These days, couples will work for just about anything. From communication Hello? to companionship. From fun Whee! to love. From passion <laughs> and purpose to good old intimacy. <sighs> What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit marydashwell.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. If you are a mom who wants your kids to grow up and love going to the dentist, then I have to tell you about Pediatric Dental Group of Colorado. As a one-time patient myself and now the mother of patients, I know firsthand they understand the unique needs of children, especially when it comes to the subject of dentistry. Dr. Strange and Dr. Cathers not only care about making the dental visit fun and rewarding, they also strive to help children learn to be good dental patients. They do this by coaching the child and the parent, encouraging good oral health care, and providing high-quality dental treatment. This is accomplished in a fun and child-friendly atmosphere. All of the pediatric dentists and orthodontists have two years of additional training beyond dental school. They are board certified and specialized in the dental care of infants, children, and young adults. The dental team is uniquely qualified to take care of your child during their dental visit. The Pediatric Dental Group is proud to have locations in Arvada, Wheat Ridge, Lakewood, Lafayette, and Evergreen. You have to find out more, and you can do so at pediatricdentalgroupco.com. Justin Bieber there, just to show you that we're not holier than thou here at Channel Mom. Justin, I sometimes I just want to mother him because I think he just needs some mothering. Okay, we are back with my friend Carrie Pomeroli. She just went off uh, to tell us all about Fifty Shades of Grey and why we should not go, and I totally agree with her. You know, Carrie, uh, welcome back to Channel Mom. I, I want to say that I was recently distressed. We had the, the folks from the Giver on, um, Michael Flaherty and friends who uh, are with Walden Media and helped put out that movie, and then we had the producer on, and uh, she talked about the great dream that she and Jeff Daniels had had, and it didn't do well. And Mutant Ninja Turtles and then the Pretend Cops. What's the, what's the cops movie on where they're like pretending to be cops? You know what I'm oh, about? right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, let's be cops. Let's be cops. Okay, those two beat it by a long shot. And I think, oh, what's happened to our public that that, that they would rather see that stuff than a, a quality movie with a, with a very good message like The Giver? I don't know. It makes me sad. And, I, I, you know, the Hollywood thing I know upsets you. So how do you overcome it? I mean, how do you – hey, we're, your... we're working hard. I mean, I just am partnering up with some great producers um, – Amber and Guy Leah, and uh, we've had some brainstorming sessions, and they're really passionate. They have the same vision that we do about making good stories, and I think it comes down to um, uh, we don't give up the fight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, and my friend made this amazing correlation. His name is Bone. He's a comedian. He's an African-American comedian, and he said about maybe 20 years ago, they started making African-centric movies like i think next friday he said was the first one and they made it with kind of a low budget yeah. and they just put it out there and then the second one 
got a little bit more budget and a little bit more budget. And now you see movies with, um, you know, Tyler Perry and amazing African-American actors and cast, but they had to start somewhere. Sure. So I think The Giver is just another leg in the race that we're running. And, you know, I'm really sad. I didn't even hear much about that. That is so sad. Yeah, And there's another one coming out that you can support. It's called The Song, and it looks really, really good. It's based on Song of Solomon, and it looks... And my friend um, David Leo Schultz wrote a movie called Ragamuffin, and it was uh, the Rich Mullins story. Yes. And these are quality films. Yeah. You know, just like Mom's Night Out and all the... If we just support them by buying a ticket, that's what... Money matters. Money yeah, talks. Yeah, it does. It does. And, and, so, and we've yeah, seen what it does, we do. what it's done for things like Narnia. It's shown them that the evangelical oh. crowd matters. Um, so let's... I, I want to play... I'm missing Jorge, and I was about to have him play your your comedy. <laughs> I'm looking through the window, and I don't see Jorge, so I can't play your little comedy bit yet. So why don't oh, you t- okay. why don't you tell people a story? Because I really want folks to be aware that you've got this devotional right. out there that, um, that can make them laugh. Well, this is like a typical moment. They're like, where do you get your stories? And this didn't go in the book, but this was like Mother's Day. I was preaching at this beautiful church, wonderful message, honoring moms. And the children's church lady comes up, and she goes, your daughter's so beautiful. I'm like, yeah, thanks. And she's like, she's so brave. And I'm like, huh? And she's like, well, you know, to be a deaf child in this world, it's such a struggle. And I was like, what? She's like, well, you know, she's using sign language. And I understand that she's deaf and it's hard for her to communicate. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I like go. And she, I'm like, Lucy. And she doesn't respond. Lucy. And I give her that sign language that only a mother can do. I like grab her by her ear, you know? Yeah. And I was like, what in the world? She's like, first of all, mommy, you tell me not to lie. And I did not lie. I just chose not to talk that day. I never told them I was deaf. They just jumped to their own conclusion. And I was like, and this is my life. Like, happy Mother's Day. You like, know, my, just, my son once got punished at a Sunday school because my dad was the one that brought him there and told them that his name was my brother's name. They said this. He said, this is Colin. So they kept addressing him. He was like oh, three. No. They kept addressing him as Colin, and he wouldn't answer. So oh, he, like, no. got put in time out for, for being disrespectful because he wouldn't answer to his name. His name is Otis. My son's name that is Otis. Is and so he did not answer to Colin. So they put him in Sunday school time out. So I do understand how those things can happen in the church environment. I'm going to play a little clip from one of your funny routines. So here she is, Carrie Pomeroli on stage. How you guys doing? So I just did like the nine o'clock service and they were kind of rowdy. So are you guys up yet? Are you ready for church? Okay. Woo! Woo! That was awesome. Some cheerleaders out there. This is happy to be out of the house, people. Anybody? All the mothers, right? We made it. We made it. We made it. Happy Mother's Day to you guys. I have two beautiful children. Um, I have a six-year-old and a good one. And um, okay, let's pretend we like our kids equally. Okay, whatever. Kids, if you're here with your parents today, you're the one they like, okay? Let's get that straight. I've done three services with you guys, and this is the first one where I've had people in the front row. So these are super Christians. All right, fantastic. Apparently, at the other two services, they were saving seats for you guys. So, thanks for coming. But uh, <laughs> there no, she I is, the funny Carrie Pomeroli on stage. She's also on tour, which we're going to tell you about in just a second. But she's got a book out uh, that I want to let her talk a little bit more about. It's called The Mom's Night Out Devotional. It came out with a movie. You've probably heard of The Mom's Night Out movie. Most moms were super excited that the word mom was actually in a movie title. So, uh, y- the book goes along with the movie. But what do you want? Like, why did. Why did you write it? And wh- I know you had to write it at the last minute, but, but where did it come from? What place did it come from? And what did you think as you were praying over it? Because I know you prayed over it, that you 
would we were most hopeful that moms would get from it. Like, God, please let this help a mom in this way. What What is it about the book that you hope is going to be helpful? It. Like, I'm writing all this gushing out these chapters and going, holy moly, I really do have a problem. I really am addicted to Facebook. I'm writing this soapbox chapter about how we moms are, you know, addicted to things that may not be alcohol and booze, or but, you know, we've got our own coping mechanisms. And I really was, like, on my face going, wow, God, you love me anyway, and I'm still so uh, uh, messed up, you know, and mm-hmm. I mean that in the most genuine way that other moms will read this and go, oh, other moms literally do these things because my job as a comedian, and your job too, is to come out of the closet and be like, yes, I lock myself in the bathroom with Nutella, and I sure. stay there for 45 minutes, right. and I look up ex-boyfriends on Facebook at 1 o'clock in the morning, and I show them my baby picture. <laughs> I mean, I do these things that nobody's talking about, but you're all doing it, and God loves me anyway, yeah. and I'm never going to be on Pinterest. I don't know how to make crafts or, like, a wood statue with scripture verses. It's not my kids are going to use the same backpack they used last year for school. Right. Even though my six-year-old, my my daughter went to tap class with no tap shoes, we all survived. And that's what I want to say to the new moms. Like, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. Your kids are not going to break. And um, you know what? If they have cereal for breakfast, like, your secret's safe with me. Yeah. You know, cereal, that, for, cereal, cereal for breakfast, dinner. Cereal for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Cereal for lunch. That's right. Okay. Right. And you know what? Well, okay. A, a confession about myself. I... Uh, in 25 years of marriage, have probably made the same eight meals for the last 25 years. Oh, I'm, that's eight more than I'm making right now. <laughs> I'm not a big foodie. I mean, I like food, but I really don't plan food. I don't think about yeah, food. I don't like recipes. I don't go to Pinterest to find recipes. Busy. I know. And so I'd rather just like, th- right now there's something in a crock pot at home. And I bought the but sauce. You know what? I didn't make the, the sauce. That like oh, so I remember that my mom gets so mad at me. I'm like, I love mom's lasagna. When she got that orange box out that said silvers, it was like my favorite meal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so right, we've got about four minutes left. I want okay. you to I want you to say one more thing about what you most would like if you in your comedy routine in a book when when you get a mom by yourself off stage, what is it that you most want to pass along to a mom as a woman of faith? who's funny, but there might be a mom out there who so badly needs encouragement but doesn't follow Christ. What is the thing that you would most like to pass along from all your mothering, from all your experience as a comedian, on being on TV and being a success and all that? What would you like to pass along to her, A? Okay. And then, B, I want to move on to how people can find you. Okay, and this may not be super spiritual, but I'm just going to be honest. Like, eat the Nutella, get the manicure, go do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And I, and no one's going to judge you for it. I really think that we're so used to penalizing ourselves because we don't feel like we measure up. Stop reading magazines and the SkyMall catalog, first yeah. of all. <laughs> don't, they're all airbrushed. Let me just tell you how airbrushed they are. Like this guy, I was working with a photo, photograph, he was doing a cover shoot for me, and he goes, oh, yeah, I just took 30 pounds off Drew Barrymore's arms last week. I mean, they're so Photoshopped. The only time you're allowed to ever look at magazines is when they say, these are unretouched photos, and then you're allowed to look. Yeah. And my other thing that I've learned is, and this is so bad, but set boundaries. Like, you need them. You need the boundaries. Like, okay, I'm not going to look at Facebook after 9 o'clock. Sure. I'm going to, you know, it's. It's so addictive. And look around you and just go, where am I way out of balance? Forgive yourself. Dress yourself off. Start again. And also get a buddy because it's a lot better race when you've got somebody to run it with. Absolutely. Amen, girl. Okay. So tell folks, we've got two minutes left, how to find you on tour. You're on tour, uh, the I Still Do Family Life Tour. And we're on tour um, everywhere. I, if you allow me to give a nice little plug, if you want me sure. to come visit your church, your organization, you can find me, my husband. We do comedy for all events, fundraisers. And we're at comedy, the number four, all 
com, and we're on the road 40 weeks a year. So if you uh, have a need to have some funny people at your event, and I'm really having fun preaching Sunday morning sermons, even though my Presbyterian mother wants me to call it presenting because I'm not an ordained pastor. But um, I'm really having a great time, and I'm really blessed to do what I do. Yeah, you, and you're good at it. And and we love you here, and we're going to have you back. And you Thank can, you. We can find uh, you at Carrie Palm, K-E-R-R-I-P-O-M dot com. Comedy, the number, comedy, the number four, all dot uh-huh. com. You can find me and my hubby. And uh, keep up with me on Facebook because, as you know, I have an addiction that I'm still working out. So. That's awesome. Thanks for admitting that. God Thank bless you. you. Thanks for coming back to Channel Mom. I, w- I wish so you well. It's so great to chat with you. Yeah, you too. I hope to see I hope to see you someday soon. All right? Yeah. All right. I hope so. The beautiful right, Carrie Pomerale. Bye, 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 dear. Uh, right here on Channel Mom, we're going to tell you we have a very well-known guest coming up on Thursday and Friday. I'd be surprised if you didn't know his name. He's going to stop by the studios and have a real get-down-to-brass-tacks conversation about his former atheism and... Uh, how we came to faith and how to help moms with faith and how to teach your kids with faith. I'm going to tell you all about them when we come back from break. These days, couples will work for just about anything from communication to companionship, from fun to love, from passion and purpose to good old intimacy. (sighs) What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. Hi, this is Jenny, and I want to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Walters. She's a mom to three kids, so she understands that when you buy a home, you want a place where your family can build beautiful memories. As a real estate broker, Michelle can help you find the place you love coming home to, the right home at the best price. Whether you want to buy or sell, start your home search with Michelle Walters at SuburbanDenverProperties.com. You can also find Michelle's weekly blog, The Thinking Mom, on ChannelMom.com. welcome back to channel mom his books have had a huge impact on me and i'm so grateful for him and his conversion from atheism to following jesus uh, you may know him from the case for christ and here's a little soundbite on lee strobel jesus had a wife and kids christ's miracles are exaggerations the resurrection is a fable there is no god These current and ongoing attacks on Christianity have led many to question the foundations of their faith. Books and movies like The Da Vinci Code, daily news reports, and even landmark court cases are pushing a secular anti-faith agenda. But as a former atheist, Lee Strobel knows how the truth can be twisted. In the case for Christ, he utilized scientific techniques and investigated... There it is, a little promo for Lee Strobel, who's going to join us here on Channel Mom on Thursday and Friday. He's going to help you with your faith walk and training your children. Mom, thanks for all you do. I so appreciate the mothers out there who work hard to raise their kids well. God bless you. Have a great afternoon. Thanks for listening to Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Find podcasts, clips, blogs, and contact information at channelmom.com.